Good morning. Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Once again, it's on people. On this episode, we're going to discuss um, black people must be ready for for the worst. As we know, the year just started. We're still in January. I'm heading to February. That being said, um, there's a lot of things to, to, for us to look forward to this year. Um, there's a lot of things that's going to come down the pipeline. Some of them I already discussed, the blackout, the, the, um, the government mandate shutdown. Those are the thing, coronavirus, all those things going on. And we, have, we, we must talk about it. That being said, I've been, I've been pondering, uh, this been pondering in my mind, in my heart to talk about this, the, us being ready uh, for anything. And as you well know, since I reside in Florida, we have a lot of hurricane here. Every time the hurricane come by, black people always be the last ones to get ready. And this is something that we need to fix right away because those of us who just lace a fair, who go about our business, you don't care about what tomorrow bring. And when, when stuff happens, we're gonna suffer. And as the new administration now is official now, Joe Biden have sworn in and Kamala have sworn in as vice president, he have sworn in as president. I'm not gonna get into all the political, you know, by, you know, the, 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 I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna say, you know where I stand with this administration. I, I don't trust this administration for one iota. Now, that being said, moving forward, like I said last time, they can no longer blame Trump for any wrongdoing moving forward from now. So, like I said, they cannot put any blame on Trump moving forward. Now, let's focus on black America. I, I, don't, I don't go by the census. I know you guys go by the census. The census is inaccurate. They're not. You can follow the numbers on the census. I think the black population here is actually 80 million people. Because there's a lot of people that reside in the rural area, in, in the south, in the deep south, and they don't count those people. We're talking about millions and millions of black people in those rural areas, the countryside. So that being said, I would say that population here is not really 50 million, it's more like 80 million people. Now, if there was no abortion, the population of black people in this country would be easily 200 million people plus 200. So that being said, we must be ready, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. That's why I said that. Um, shout out to, once again to Dan Calloway, shout out to Tariq Nasheed, shout out to Jason Black in Louisiana. So that being said, those are the people that's pushing the, uh, the culture forward. And I'm not a financial black of America, but I'm from the Caribbean. And I've lived here over 30 years, so I've studied American history very thoroughly. So I, you know, I'm not a buffoon. I know this history of this country and the world. So that being said, when it comes to readiness and preparedness for this country, for our people here, for this foundation black American, they must be ready. We have to be ready for anything that goes bad. As you, as you well know, last year during March and April, there was a shortage of, you know, supplies and black people, you know, everybody suffered, but black people suffered the most because guess what? They didn't have a plan. They, they was not ready. So when things happen, they suffer tremendously. They suffer emotionally, mentally, physically, and financially. They suffered. So that's why it is imperative for us as a people, as a collective, Primarily Foundation Black America. And those of us who came from the diaspora, those of us who came from the Caribbean, 
Uh, those of us who came from Africa, even though we have different phenotypes, we're not the same people. Let's get that um, clear. We are not the same people. You cannot go by skin color. And black, once again, is the color and status. When you go to the UN, there's no black nation. There's no black tribe. There's none of that. And there's no Hispanic nation. There's no Latino nation in the UN. So, but I digress once again. So that being said, we have to be, that's why I'm very adamant about this. Black people in this country, I can't speak for the whole world. I'm, I can only speak for the United States of America. And I can speak for the Caribbean also. But we must be ready. Whether it's a hurricane, whether it's a blackout, whether it's a, a government shutdown, we must, it is imperative that we as a collective must be ready, especially Negro Americans, so-called African Americans, so-called minority, so-called urban. I'm precisely focused on that specific group. This is why this thing being on my heart has been pondering in my mind. I said, you know, I have to speak about this. Because I, I mentioned it here and there in my podcast, Black People Being Ready. But this is just, I'm dedicating this whole podcast about us being ready for anything happen. And this is why I see other groups, whether it's the Asian, the Arabs, the Hindus, and so on and so forth. The Jews, they, they get themselves ready. They get themselves, they organize themselves, they get ready for things to happen. And when things happen, they're ready to go. We are the last, we are in the bottom of the totem pole once again. We must come together. We must put our, our differences aside, whether we're educated, not educated, whether we have money, no money, we have to combine our resources together, our expertise, our, so that way we can build our community. Like once again, we don't have a community. A community is what you own and run. We have a neighborhood. Black people across this nation, and those of us who are in the top the top 10 or top 5 percentile, and those of us who are at the bottom, we don't have no neighborhood. We used to have neighborhood back in the 60s and the 50s, even during, um, uh, uh, during the slavery, we had communities. But nowadays we have neighborhoods. But that being said, this is why I'm very adamant about this. We must be prepared for the worst and hope for the best. Because when those things happen, whether it's Katrina, you see what happened with Katrina 10 years ago, you know, 2005, 15 years ago. You see what happened with Katrina. You see what happened to Harvey in, in 2017. And I was there. I was, in, I was there. I got, caught, I got caught up in the storm. I spent three days, two days in my car. I spent two, three nights out there in my car. So I was stuck in the storm. I was caught up in the storm. So I was there. I've seen what happened. I see how black people suffer. Black, everybody suffer, but black people suffer the most. I've seen it with my own naked eye. And I know you have, if you reside in Houston, you saw it too. Those of us who are from Houston, Texas, you saw what happened. So that being said, we must be prepared for the worst and hope for the best. And this is why I dedicate this podcast solely to this, um, us being ready for the worst. So this is what I said for many years for, for the since I started this podcast, you know, and then first of all, I have to shout out to London, England, uh, Le Parisien, France, shout out to France, shout out to Argentina, shout out to Mexico, shout out to IT, and shout out to United States of America, and shout out to Africa, the whole continent. I'm going to, those of you who listen to this podcast, I really appreciate the help and the love you guys have shown me for the past year. So my, my whole, whole objective for this podcast is to reach out to a million people, 
per day or per week. So that's my objective for this podcast. So once again, this is my perspective on black people being ready for for the worst. As you know, we have a new administration now. There's a lot of things they're going to implement. First is the vaccine, which I spoke about this vaccine. I'm not going to get into it. I'm against it. I'm strongly against it. I know you see a lot of celebrities on TV and doctors who take the, the vaccine. They, they try to convince you to go take it. Like once again, I said, if you're a first ed worker, I don't want you to lose your job. You have to do what you have to do to get your, to get your money. But one thing I would advise you is to make sure you flush it out of your system. Within 24 to, 7, 24 to 48 hours, you have to flush it out of your system. Within 24 to 48 hours. Or to all to seven, I'll say within 48 hours, you have to flush it out of your system. So that way you don't have you don't have any um, any problem when you take the vaccine. So that being said, I don't trust the big pharmacy, I don't trust Dr. Fauci, I don't trust none of them. They all have it's the same demons, the same per, the same people that give you Ebola, AIDS, syphilis. Uh, they give you all these diseases throughout the centuries. They are the same people. Nothing has changed. So that being said, this is why I'm very adamant about black people being ready for the worst and hope for the best. Because we are at the bottom of the totem pole. We must be ready. It is imperative that we are as a people, as a collective, must be ready for the worst. And once again, this is why I always say this. Because when it comes to, we need um, solar battery, solar flashlight, solar powered uh, weather radio. Um, first ed kit, um, canned goods, a lot of it, a lot of canned goods in your house. Military food, um, food that's uh, imperishable food. In case, because now this, if there, if there is, I'm not sure on this. If there is another shutdown, last time it lasted about three to four weeks. This time around, they said it might last between three to four months. So you're gonna see a lot of people not gonna be happy. A lot of people are going to commit suicide. A lot of people are going to hit the streets. And black people are going to be the first people to hit the street because we are already suffering as it is. And those of you, let me address those of you who have voted for Biden and Kamala. Now, I'm not telling you who to vote for. Once again, you, that's your prerogative. I'm not telling you who to vote for. But I'm going I'm to break it to you now. You're not going to get nothing. I mean nothing from this administration. Now, if you get a job position, those are crumbs. Those are crumbs. Those are nothing. We need economic inclusion. That's that. Once you get that, all your problem, most of your problem will be resolved. Once you get economic inclusion, most of your problem will be resolved. If you if a person give you a job position, that's a crumbs. That's not nothing. Those are crumbs. Okay. When the person give you business loan, you know, stuff to, to, to build and, and repair yourself, repair your, uh, your neighborhood, that's when the person really help you. And once again, those, those, I have nothing against immigrants. I migrate from another country. I have nothing against immigrants. I have a big problem with illegal immigrants who coming from the back door. That's who I have a problem with. And we have 11 million of them here. And these are, those are the ones they're going to get amnesty to. And that's what Tariq talked about this, Jason Black talked about this. And those people, they came from different countries, whether it's Guatemala, Nicaragua, Panama, uh, Mexico, um, Colombia, Peru, the, the, the islands. A lot of those Hispanic, unfortunately, unfortunately, they are here to take your job. 
and they hate your guts for the most part. Not all of them, but you go by the law of average. They don't like Moreno. They don't like blacks. So a lot of them, they're going to undermine you. And they're not on your team. They're on Team El Blanco. They're on Team White. They're not on your team. You must understand that. You must comprehend that. They're not on your team. I don't care what they tell you in front of you or behind your back. Nine out of ten times, they're not on your team. They're on Team El Blanco. They're on Team White. So you must understand that. You must comprehend what I'm saying. Okay? It is for your own survival. And this is for primarily Foundation Black American. This is this message is for you primarily. This is for you primarily. Those Latinos, Hispanic, whatever that is, they're not on your team. When it comes to immigration, they want you to voucher for them. After that, they don't want you after that. So that's a con game the liberals and the, the Democrats like to run on you guys. They think that diversity, yeah, the country's diverse, but we're so divided. If you don't buy into this diversity talk, it, they always, when it comes to your problem, they always want to diversify your problem. But when it comes to other groups, they don't diversify. They give them specific intangibles. And this is what Tariq Nasheed was talking about. They give them specific intangibles. When it comes to black American, everything got to be diverse. Everything got to be diverse. And you've been here from the, from the beginning. From the beginning, you've been here. You built this country from scratch. So that being said, this, is, this message is primarily for Foundation Black American. You guys must be ready for just in case something goes bad. And with this new administration, a lot of you guys, especially black American women, they're going to be very extremely disappointed with Kamala. Like I said, Kamala, she's going to finesse her way to the presidency. You shall see this. If this guy gets sick, if Joe Biden gets sick, God forbid, I'm not trying to put nothing against this man. If he happens to get sick or COVID or whatever it is, this woman is going to run the country. And I don't trust her. I do not trust her for as far I can see her. I do not trust that lady. So you guys put your hopes and dreams on Kamala and Joe Biden. You guys are about to be very, very, extremely disappointed this year. And um, I'm going to address the mega movement briefly. I'm not going to go into the detail about the mega movement. I already spoke about that already on the last podcast. Mega movement is they're not they're not done yet with this administration. They will come back to D.C. Like I said, D.C. too. Those of us who live in D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, you need to get out of there. You need to go for higher ground. Because when that shit shut down, you won't be able to move around. And it's the same thing go with um, um, the, um, New York City, Jersey City, um, uh, Philadelphia, Boston, Massachusetts, Connecticut. If you resign those cities, my advice to you as a black person, get the hell out of there. Because you're going to be stuck. For, for, to die. You're going to be stuck up there. So my advice to you, if you live in any big city in America, your ID, if you're married, if you're single, if you're single, get the hell out of there as soon as possible. If you're married, talk to your spouse. You guys, If you're in a relationship, talk to your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Listen, talk to your lover. Say, listen, we need to get out of here. If there's a shutdown, you'll be stuck and you won't be able to move. So that would be my advice to you guys, those of us who reside on the East Coast and the Midwest and the West Coast. And L.A. too. If you live in L.A., you need to get out of L.A. You're going to be stuck, for real. So that being said, this is why I'm so adamant about this. Uh, I've been talking about it's been pondering upon my heart and my mind to speak about this, about us being re- ready just in case stuff go down. And white people, 
For the most part, they are ready. For the most part. Not all of them, but most of them are ready. This is why they keep they stocking up on guns, they stocking up on survival food. You don't peep game, I peep game. We we have to have the same, we have to find out, follow what they do. Stock up on, on, on food, stock up on all, all that stuff, like a solar power battery, solar power flashlight, solar power weather battery. You need to buy them and stock them in your, your attic, in your garage, in your pen, whatever it is, stock it in your house. First ed kit, first ed kit, those of us who have children, you should at least have at least three first ed kit in your house, just in case stuff go bad. So, like I said, this is just, I'm just a messenger. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just giving you my perspective. You can agree or disagree. That's your prerogative. But this is, I'm just a messenger. I'm just here. I just dispatch us from the heart because I care about my people and I care about this country as a whole. But once again, this is a message from Black America, specifically Foundation Black America. Foundation Black America, what you call Aborigines American, and those of us from the Caribbean, we're also Aborigines American. We're not talking about African here. We're talking about people from the cent- from North, Central, and South America and the Caribbean islands. Those people, those black people are not African. They're Aborigines, copper-colored American. Let's, get, let's keep this in perspective. And they have different phenotype from those Africans. Okay? And I have African friends. I'm not here on Africans. Don't think this is a hit on Africa. And Africa is not the motherland. I have to, I have to tell you that right now. It's the Americas is the motherland. So that being said, um, once again, I'm your host. Um, you can follow me on Copper Colored American. That's Copper underscore Colored underscore American, all lowercase letters. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter, um, John Rosenberg. You can follow me on Facebook at John Rosenberg. Um, thank you for listening to this podcast. Like I said, I want to get my objective for this podcast is to reach a million people per day or a million people per week. That's the objective for this podcast. And I love you guys in London. London, I love you guys for so supporting this podcast. Le Parisien, um, Paris, uh, thank you for supporting the uh, United States. <laughs> I got mad love for you guys. You guys listen to this podcast on the daily. I appreciate the the love to spread the words around and make me become what I'm, I'm, I'm destined to become, one of the most popular podcasts in the world. That's my destination, and I will get there in due time. One love. You guys have a great day and a great week. Take care.